two, one. <laughs> Just gonna be me. <laughs> so how is it for you, dude? You're, you're sober. Is it tolerable? I entertain piss people for a living, so yeah. this is no no different than normal life. I think you're mm. boring tonight. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you. Welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start this episode from Chris's question there. That was good. And then from Thank the, you. The, the intolerableness of us drunk people. Um, this is episode three, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes. Um, of the Distraction Pieces Drunk Cast with Jim Smallman, Jimmy Havoc, Susie Gage, slash Dr. Saucy George. Um, <laughs> Saucy! <laughs> Jason Reed, Chris Glasson... Stu Whiffin and John, Johnny John John. John C. Harris. No, he can only be John. He's just John. Oh, sorry. You're up for some The people who are doing the little little tech bits only ever get a first name. They do, though, don't they? On all podcasts, the people doing the tech bits just get a first name. So I reckon he's he's going to have to teach us out. Do you know what the reason I think that is? I mean, I'm on the intro and we're already all talking over each other. Jesus. It's just meant to be me, this bit. Let's drop the theme sorry, music. Sorry, shut up. No, actually, before we do, this week we're sponsored by... Jim Smallman. Progress. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's about Progress. Brilliant. Free. Uh, Progress Wrestling. Progress Wrestling. Progresswrestling.com. We're also sponsored by jimmyhavoc.bigcartel.com. Yep. <laughs> You've got T-shirts. You've got your Die Havoc Die T-shirts that and, are legendary. And other things. Did you do a calendar this year? I did, yeah. I fucking it's love you. It's a sexy calendar. I sold almost 200 of them this year. Fucking legendary. He's done a calendar. Mate, 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 mate. The taxman might be listening. Yeah, I'm paying tax, mate. You paid. You sold twenty this year. <laughs> no, well, I've sold. No, I've sold about fucking five hundred. <laughs> <laughs> but through my big cartel store. Oh, okay, good, good. Um, no one's recording this. Um, um, and by this is progress. Uh, uh, progress wrestling. Progresswrestling.com and demand-progress.com. Demand it. Drop the theme tune. Wait, have I got to give you money? No. Oh, theme tune now. <laughs> This piece of fiction is the intro to destruction. This piece of fiction is the intro to destruction. This piece of fiction is the intro to destruction. Right, here we are. We're going. We are started. We are underway. Jim's that. doing the the, oh. the almost redundant of Ruffalizer. <laughs> well, we hope. It's for science. I think it's more of a test to make sure he is still so. We're trying to see if sorted. A caramel oh, jar of a monster really. gives you just picks up on the on the breathalyzer mm. test. Although I'm drinking a Scroobius now, a Havoc is it's, fucking incredible. It's, yeah, it's yeah. shit. Can we have some more of those? Yeah, Jimmy? yeah. Um, <laughs> he's making the Havoc. Oh, the oh, John, John, it's it's very exciting that a Scroobius was officially the drink of the year 2017 and 16. Well, the Havoc, weirdly, but I reckon the Havoc 2018. Yeah. To clarify, a salted caramel. Java, Java Monster, Monster and, Bailey's. and Bailey's. Yeah, I think that would make a 2018. And um, an official one, not like the, your made-up one. Like when your first um, flyer you ever made about your own fucking record yeah. had a bunch of fucking write-ups from Big Apple Flow, which wasn't a hip-hop magazine. BigAppleFlow.com. You just fucking made it up. <laughs> I made it up. <laughs> I, had, I had quotes on it, and then I, I made up a quote from Westwood saying, I don't get this guy at all. <laughs> but I had Big Apple Flow. Flow.com, yep. who said um, he's like, oh, oh, I think I said a white Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> I think what I went for on BigAppleFlow.com. I always like it when you go to the, the Edinburgh Fringe and people have clearly taken one word out of a review. Yeah. And they've got, they've got amazing. <laughs> and the actual quote is, it's amazing anyone oh, would shit, pay money. Is, <laughs> <laughs> My favourite is from Cheers. The sort of viz yes, right? yes. where there's a book review that just says, Cheers, really very good at all, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> it's possibly it's my favourite sentence that's ever been written. It's, it's just amazing. Susie, so, my, my actually genuine Christmas present I was going to get uh, Stu this year was the Viz Annual. Oh, and viz. The, back, the back of the viz, viz Annual this year, I love when they uh, tear down Clarkson. And it was a, a, a is it a Camerial? Camerial? Camero? Come- no, not Camaro, not Camaro, the car. Oh. What's, a, what's it when you have a plate that does something to... Commemorative. Chem- oh. <laughs> <laughs> Camaro. Sorry, say that again. Say that, say that again. Commemorative. We do any tests on alcohol. I think we've just done them. Jim isn't drinking. Chris is. Camaro. Camaro test. The... Camaro plate. Comma. 
the com- <laughs> the commit the commit the, the, the communist play. I actually I need to get you all to do the writing as many words. Okay, as you can yeah. Think of in the commit the well. commercial play the commercial play was uh, Jeremy Clarkson banging out that dude uh, when he didn't get him the right food. Steak. Basically, oh, yeah. did you are you are you all like of an age? Did, did, were you all vis readers? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I know vis. So what do you mean? Were you all vis readers? Well, are you still a vis reader? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm following on Jonathan Twitter. Baker's really is right. one of the most beautiful heartbreaking comic strips ever the profanosaurus is also very funny Mm. (laughs) and uh, can any of you recall anything from the profanosaurus um it's much better (laughs) she finished rubbish my favorite profanosaurus uh quote is um when you have masturbated so much that you lose the ability to walk which is called porn on the 4th of July (laughs) (laughs) I've uh that's the one that sticks in my head I I, I, I mean I've not read that since I was at college right but I remember a ridiculously large blue veined (laughs) erection was referred to as a pensioner's leg La- app, by the way, there's a profanosaurus app. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Um, a, uh, when you drive past and see a horse's erection in a field, is and you can refer to it as a horse's handbrake. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, my favourite ever one is luring yourself nuts first into a boiling hot bath. It's called a monkey bath, because at that point, <laughs> when your balls hit the water... That's my favourite joke. That's my favourite joke ever. It's two monkeys in a bath. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a hilarious visual. <laughs> two monkeys in a bath. One goes... And the other goes, we'll put some cold in there. <laughs> it's clean as well, that's why. I'll tell my mum that one. My, I, was, I was around my I, I was around my goddaughters <laughs> the other day, and and her and her sister were obsessed with people telling jokes at the table. My mum came round and told her favourite joke, which is, oh, what do you call a snowman with a suntan? A puddle. <laughs> <laughs> and then Juno, who's four or four, oh, I don't know how old she is. I don't know kids' ages. Um, told the joke of if you ask, it helps. Yeah, probably. I'm not interested. Enough. <laughs> knock knock. Who's there? Go fuck yourself. Oh, that's rude, isn't it? That's my favourite. That's, 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 that's horrible. There's no need for that. Is knock, there? knock. That's why you don't get people... To... Yeah, you're going to get shot. Yeah. Uh, We're shooting with a nerf gun. The safety's on. The safety's on. Oh, no! Oh, no! That was the Just to narrate, Jimmy pulled a gun on... Pulled a nerf gun on Chris. Jimmy, the safety was on. Sorry, mate. The safety was on, so Chris had time to shoot oh. him in the eye. <laughs> Jimmy Havoc's career ended by nerf guns. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, I'm sorry. It was a good sorry. shot, bro. It was a good shot. It was a good shot. They're dangerous, right? It was a good shot. They need to be banned. Do you know what? If there was a razor blade in that, it would have been a lot worse. So I keep saying, I keep sending this link. There's a there's a thing in America. There's a there's a gadget in America and John will be able to back me up on this. Right. Um, the web the website you want is bugassault.com, which is B-U-G-A-S-A-L-T. Now I'm writing something at the minute, which it means I have to listen to dangerous right wing dickhead podcasts. Alex Jones. So I've been listening to Alex Jones a lot. He's my favourite. And he's, he's the best. He's hilarious because there's, well, there's a big conspiracy theory that he's actually Bill Hicks and it's all a, it's all. A, <laughs> which is oh, my fa- oh, It's not yeah, true, right, but it's yeah, brilliant, yeah, right? Yeah. And one of the adverts they have lots of. A lot of the adverts on it are for his supplements that are all very dangerous. Um, and all lot... the fucking adverts are for his supplements. No, no, some of them aren't. Some of them are for um, uh, fullycookedbacon.com, which is just um, ten-year shelf-life bacon that you can leave you can leave in your doomsday Sorry, shelter. Right. But one of the one of the adverts on it is for a thing called bug assault. Right. And the advert the advert starts with um, like a fly buzzing around and goes, "Oh, are you sick of this? There's a new solution instead of a fly swatter, and it's a miniaturized shotgun that shoots salt." $37, and I presume John's now got it up. Um, it's, it's incredible. The dude, <laughs> it looks incredible. You can get a pink version for ladies for Christmas. <laughs> right? Shooting donuts and hot dogs at the moment with flies on. Right, but um, Jim, we have talked <laughs> yeah, about getting one. Be safe and have fun is their slogan. Be safe and have fun. But it's, and kill bugs. But it's, wow. it's brilliant. It's genuinely amazing. I asked Jim to get one for me for a oh, hardcore match. Oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> what's the title of the video, John? 
Bugger salt, how to s- and safety video. Yeah, brilliant. Um, brilliant. Genuine, genuine thing that you can buy. And Shit. are you sure this isn't Tim and Eric? Because it looks <laughs> quite I a mean, lot like Tim and Eric. Really That's the thing with these days with Alex Jones. I don't know what is satire these days and what is yeah. not. Mm. So because like. It's, that is satire to me, but it's not. The so first time I heard that, I remember I was stuck in a traffic jam. I thought, I'll just, just have a look and see if there's a real thing. And, and we looked at the advert and just... I think the first person I sent the link to was yeah, you. Because yeah. I was like, if anyone can get being, a use out of this... It's that being Robocop, where they're talking about the, the electrocuting people in the car. Like, that's satire, but no, it's yeah. not. Because that, that exists these days. Yeah. Yeah. You can just yeah, do yeah. that. But it, oh, South, South Africa. <laughs> yeah. thing in South Africa is... Um, Flamethrowers under doors. Yeah. I mean, okay, I'm hugely generalising. That, that <laughs> has happened and does happen. We got a mate who works now in, I think it's Ghana, and when he landed, the first time he landed there, he had um, cars pick him up in security, and people got in the cars with him, not to kidnap him, but with AK-47s, mm. and... And that was just because he was working, but there are cars there with flamethrowers. I mean, luckily, with an AK-47, Trust me, with an AK-47, you can't shoot someone who's sitting next to you, so he's pretty safe yeah. 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 How, how did we get to flamethrowers flame under doors flame from my Robocop satire <laughs> telling a joke? It's a very tenuous <laughs> link between I'm, everything. I'm going to finish this joke. Knock, knock. Sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. Knock, <laughs> knock. Who's there? Snake. Snake who? You eat knives. <laughs> that was literally the joke. I was in tears for ages. But I do eat knives. <laughs> so it's accurate. Whenever I Kids do... tell jokes is the best Twitter account. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it's, is it's good. good. I've never heard of that. It's I good. It's good. I, it's good. I, I recently started following on Instagram Scottish patter, I think it's called. And it's all just Scottish <laughs> oh, jokes. Right, right, right. And mate, the tears of laughter. I mean, it's all all written in Scottish, which is yeah. hilarious. But like no, no, one, like no one does Twitter account. Yeah, exactly. Like no one does Twitter account. But it, translation it, finished. Yeah. Not finished, mate. <laughs> there was there was one that just killed me. Where he just goes, uh, it's just stuff on tweeting saying How about them people that when you get back from holiday are like, oh, where's your suntan? It's like, oh, where's your patty, you lizard? <laughs> I was in tears of laughter. Like, Hi, where's your patty, you fucking lizard? <laughs> fucking lizard. It's fucking good, man. Yeah, I, I, am, I sometimes do stand-up gigs for children. And what I used to do before... I booked or... I booked <laughs> 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 it just turns out people's houses. And I, I used to do a thing where I'd go out and uh, I'd say to the kids, <laughs> if I was hosting it, I'd be like, anyone got any suggestions for more tattoos for me? And it would lead to chaos. Mm. One of my favourite ones I ever got was some lad going, you should get a tattoo of a Victorian man and he's wearing a T-shirt that says, hello, I'm a Victorian man. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, nah, that's a special level of fucking genius. To do that. I've always... I'm going to tell you with a razor blade and a borrow. Yes. Yeah. And everyone will be drunk enough, they'll hold you down for me. I won't need down. You know me, I'll do it for it. Jim, did, do you know James Acaster? Yes, I do, yes. Um, him and Buddy Peace, who oh, you guys have you. met, who's a great a, a a producer. Fantastic both, well. It's not been, been said about James, but it relates completely. The first time my goddaughter met a Buddy Peace, or something, I can't, I think it was good, when they said... He looks like um, a man that's been drawn by a child. <laughs> and James Acaster has that look. He looks like someone's drawn a man. Draw a man. And they draw James Acaster. It's beautiful. Um, another thing on my notes is something that had me spinning out at the last club night we did okay. at Lizards. Um, is this about me doing something again? It's not you about you. pulling me up about It's not things. about you. Uh, there's a few things on that night that I could pull you up on, but I'm not going to. So it's fine. But... Um, <laughs> I, I, I spent a good bit of time that night and the next day thinking, what came first? The chicken or the egg? The, no, the, no, egg. No, the, 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 the reggae I song, well, yeah. Murder, She Wrote, or the crime drama? Because <laughs> <laughs> either being influenced by the other is mind-blowing. <laughs> that someone was watching Murder, She Wrote, we can, we is can, looking at yes, John. We can yeah. fact check yes. <laughs> Some reggae artist was watching Murder, She Wrote and was like, Murder, She Wrote. Murder, Murder She Wrote. Someone heard that song and went, 
I like the idea that he's got an entire concept album just about crime dramas. Yeah. His follow-up hit, Dempsey. Right, right. Before he gives the answer... Poor Jack. Before we get the answer, we need to take a vote. Which one came first? Murder, She Wrote, the album, or the show? TV show. I'm going the TV show first, because the album... Could not have influenced the TV show. I just show. can't see how the, 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 the song could have come from. I don't know. I think I can see a a writer hearing the song and thinking that's a good name for a TV no, show. Ten years it's between it. Jessica Fletcher was solving crime in the fucking early eighties. Right. Yeah, but we've all heard it now. Yeah, no, no, no. But this is because he's got a fucked up sense of time because he thought Pepsi Max was done. Literally, his first words to me the other day was, "That was about three years, four years ago, mate." I said five, six years. Five ago, or six years ago, mate. True. When exactly did you invent the Scroobius? Six or seven in, years ago. Only a couple of years back. John, have we got any information on this? Yeah, so the TV show is 1984 and the song is 1994, so 10 years old. Oh, wow, it's a lot different exactly as Stu stated. Yeah. Also, I'm shocked, mate. I'm old. I thought yeah, I'm shocked the TV series was 1984. That's the year I was born. John, just quickly, <laughs> mate. Yeah. Just quickly, uh, my nephew wants a few bits for Christmas. <laughs> okay. um, his list is, it's a bit weird, but can you look up these uh, things to buy quickly? Fertiliser, cement... <laughs> <laughs> Cement powder, hydrochloric acid, uh, red and blue wire, and a small digital clock. <laughs> That's on your Google history, right? <laughs> I actually, what that reminds me, actually, my niece loves uh, Spanish singers. Can you? She wants to have a membership for international singers in Spain. So, can you uh, look up uh, that um, and figure out how to join? But you can use their acronym if you want. Just. Uh, just have a little, oh, little look oh, at that. <laughs> genuine, genuine fact: my niece, my niece's middle niece name, uh, my niece's middle name is Isis. Um, because, so uh, her, her, it's, it's before, before, before the bad so, stuff. So her dad, her dad's really before into the bad stuff. terrorism. No, <laughs> her dad's really into um, uh, post hardcore. There's a post hardcore band called Isis. Isis. Oh, wow. yeah. Yeah. Oh, I saw them supporting Kaius. What are you saying? Yeah. It's terrifying, mm. haunting. Uh, I feel this is a good point. Okay, let's to, move on. That, um, on, on. On one of the last podcasts, we discussed some of Chris's dreams and then compared them to how boring my dreams was. I had one oh, where literally um, it had been this... I was in a contest against Kylie Minogue and, <laughs> the, and it was all different things. And in the last contest, there was a drinking contest and I got the pint everyone was cheering. And then I went to drink and they went, are we really going to just drink for your applause? He lectured this. <laughs> this is, I lectured in my dreams. But it gets better. The last time we went to, to, to progress, in fact, Chris has had an amazing dream. He spent ages telling it was this amazing thing. And my dream that night had genuinely been I'd worked a shift in a bar. <laughs> and the dream generally started at the beginning of my shift, ended at the end of my shift. The only highlight was, was someone asked for a, or someone asked for a cocktail off menu. And I had to ask one of the other bartenders <laughs> how to make uh, it because I didn't know how to make it. Um, that was my, that's, that's how boring my dreams are. Uh, it's not very exciting. Um, shall we get in? Oh, no, Jim, mm. I want to know how we come up with our own wrestlers' names. Yes. So um, this is a formula I decided on. I think it was when I was doing a kid's gig a little while ago. Um, so to determine your wrestler name, your first name, okay, your first name is either your middle name. If you haven't got a middle name, anyone here not got a middle name? And we're all alright. So, um, uh, it's Ivan. My name is Jimmy Havoc. That's my, that's my wrestler name. Fucking is your middle <laughs> oh, name. Oh, sorry, fucking, right, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, yeah. Um, I stand corrected. Sorry, <laughs> um. So, you go, by, you go by your middle name. If you don't have a middle name, use the name that your parents were going to give you. and Because your parents always tell you the name they nearly gave you. But right, so, um, Isis. <laughs> Good name. So, then. in my case, my middle name's Daniel. So, uh, my first name would be Daniel. Then take... Uh, one of your grandparents' maiden names. You can't use your mum's maiden name because that would obviously be giving away some of your bank details on this podcast. So use. Who the you... fuck knows their grandparents' maiden names? Come on, we've all traced a family tree. I don't drink, mate. I have to fill my evenings. Oh, sorry. <laughs> right. So, um, so I've used I've used uh, my uh, uh, one of my grandparents' maiden, name, maiden names, which is Garner. So I'm Daniel Garner. Not very interesting, oh. right? But then right, that, you I need a trade. So that opens up a whole other sort right. of questions. Right, about yeah. Garner. Right, then... Are you, you need. the new day? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not spelled that way. Sorry, guys. Um, um, then, 
Uh, it's spelled like Simon Garner, former Blackburn striker. Because um, right, no well, one that, likes that to bring up Blackburn players. Noted. Right. Um, and then you need a trade, because this is 1980s WWF. Mm-hmm. So everyone needs a trade. So mm-hmm. uh, you then take uh, one of your parents' trades, and that becomes your gimmick. Cross so I am, Dan- <laughs> I am Daniel the Accountant Garner, which is essentially IRS. Yeah. So um, oh. whatever your gimmick would be. But, so again, middle name. I am selling no tickets to see Peace of the Librarian Latham. (laughs) (laughs) Can I take a grandparent's occupation instead? Yeah, you can, yeah. yeah. Because then I'm Helen the Billiard Cue Maker Carter. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. good. Roy the Mechanic White. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but you see, no, but let's get back to the wrestling name. <laughs> <laughs> no, where was your was, not was your fantasy role play? He was after he was a mechanic. Roy, Roy the uh, Roy the Docker, <laughs> Docker White, Docker White. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. This has become a really accusatory <laughs> tone there. When you're, when you're, when you're Docker, when you're fucking can't. What's yours, Chris? Um. I don't know the, the surnames. I only know two. We'll just choose one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> William. Or go double-barrelled if you like. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a quiz, mate. <laughs> There's no wrong answers. There are. Only William the teacher Fawkes. <laughs> See? Jason. William Fawkes. Mine's going to take a bit of explanation. We've got some time to fill. So, Come on. <laughs> the, the name is re- Tron the right. Mechanic Murphy. Tron the Mechanic Murphy. Tron? I don't want you to Tron? Tron? middle name Your middle name is Tron? fucking Tron. Fuck off. I thought that was Tron. What, from the movie? Yeah. Did, you, did you come here on it's some kind shit. of neon bike tonight? <laughs> oh, I so wish. No, don't mock him. That's the best middle name ever. These, yeah, imagine the neon bike with them glasses on. Is your middle name? Honestly, Tron. Is it what LSD's like? I, I changed it one Fucking thing. Yes. Yeah. You changed your name by default to Tron. Yes. You need Brilliant. to change it back. <laughs> I, I woke up one morning after a very heavy night with the Depop website yeah, on my laptop. Oh, I was sorry, going to oh, change okay. it to Jimmy Hammond. <laughs> and I just never pressed. I don't know if I couldn't fill the credit card details in well enough because I was so pissed. But it never quite went through. It's so easy to change your name. Like, I, 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 yeah, no, it was. Because I know it is your Twitter handle. Yeah, that's Have you got ID with that on? See, this is where it gets complicated because you try, you try and open a bank account with a name Tron and it is so difficult. You know, they just look at you and go, no, get out. Clearly yeah. you're not called that. So my, my real name is Jason Tron Roy Reed because Roy was my given name. Brilliant. I changed it to Tron because yeah, I was 20. Because why not? Name. Yeah, and that's what you do. I love it. fucking shit, man. And, and then it's just stayed and I, I, I now am officially called Jason oh, Tron that's so cool. Roy Reed. That is amazing. That's a good name. I love it. I just wish you had a better gimmick. I know, and the mechanic. Tron the mechanic. I could have been hairdresser. Tron, (laughs) which might be a programmer. Yeah, computer programmer. You'd be like a hacker or something. Um, Employee at Quasar. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of like janitor as well. Tron the janitor. What would yours be, bearing in mind? Jimmy Havoc, because that's my name. I'm a wrestler. I'm an actual wrestler. There's, again, there's two answers. One, the... Give me one. There's many answers. Yes. There's, there's <laughs> me. I didn't like it, but I changed the name of Jurassic World by <laughs> to Tron Legacy. And I really enjoyed Jurassic World. <laughs> and next week, I'm Last Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, I just told my to be honest. But I, I liked it, but it helps if you've got a company. The name. Alright. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things that, I mean... I mean, this because I mean, oh god, I'm stumbling now. But I like it because you asked Jim about alcohol, and then you kind of triggered a question at me about alcohol and how it's being found. And the reason I can't drink is I've got an illness called ME, which means that I can't take any drug whatsoever. It's just right. like completely knocks you out. But the reason I'm in drug policy is because I use cannabis as a pain relief. Watch Tron on cannabis; it's pretty good. 
Yeah, yeah. Which is right. the kind of the I've heard it's good on LSD as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I can imagine. <laughs> so, and also, I've got like a star projector, which is a really good. Oh, thing, but, shit! And it works really well with that yeah. as well. And I'm going to totally try it with these. That's fascinating, though. That again, the the relationship of alcohol not being one that's necessarily a a negative one personally, mm. but physically, it's an accelerated one. It's like you can't have a casual drink. No, no. And, and also, you have like, a drink and you're fucked. You're changing your name to Tron. <laughs> <laughs> just so, like, just yeah, fumes can be enough to, like, create migraines and all that sort of Damn, thing. Damn, are you okay Shit, at the moment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. we should have discussed this before we started recording a, a four-hour drunk podcast, yeah. but... Easy on the booze, guys. Tron might get an headache. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy, why did you hate Tron? What was your uh, Tron legacy? What was your, what was no, your... I didn't. I just thought it was funny. Because <laughs> <laughs> his name was... Uh... No, he's right. The, the, the fucking soundtrack. Oh, it's sorry. Yeah, yeah, I've got um, it That Daft Punk soundtrack has longevity. It's brilliant. Yeah. It's really good. I, I don't like Daft Punk, to be honest. It's just... Uh, it's not my thing. I, I don't I, like... I, I don't... I like their first record. Their second one that was all anime and manga. I didn't fucking feel it. And, and their more recent stuff, I ain't that cool on. But that Tron legacy thing, I was... I really dot my hat to them for that. It was really good. My main love and engagement of Daft Punk is Limmy on Twitter who tweets <laughs> yeah, yeah, every, every few best. months. <laughs> Daft Punk, get lucky, check it out. Sound of the summer. He <laughs> <laughs> does it constantly. It slays me every time. Um, Susie, can you furnish these guys with Fruit Ninja? Yeah. While I ask these guys about, You've done it, haven't you? can I, can I just ask Jason a question? Yeah, go ahead. Um, so, have you ever drunk? I. I had it when, because like we said about the first drink you have is like with your parents. So I've been like really liberal parents. So like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I'm, they thought I was sensible, so just give me a smack. Yeah, exactly. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Especially I come from Kent, so it's like, you know, gateway into drug. Yeah, it's Joking aside, your podcast and Susie's are kind of about readdressing those kind of views and statements because smack and coke or whatever else is, there's perceptions of them and there's the reality of them and it's yeah. not to mm. say as we've discussed before um who's dr carl hart mm-hmm. is yeah. it who's done a lot about heroin and again the perceptions of heroin are massively warped and somewhat inaccurate because of train spotting and tv Mate, shows yeah. and stuff like that and i remember you straight me up on that from what you'd seen about the fact that getting over heroin isn't this whole baby crawling over a fucking ceiling it's the uh, same it's, it's, physical reaction, a reaction as the flu. That's why, that's why as soon as I knew that, I got it. bang on heroin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've done a lot of fucking... You know. Next year, I'm going to cut down on the booze. Up, up bang the up the heroin. Take. But yeah, it's a lot cheaper. It, again, it's, 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 it's fascinating all those things. It is, <laughs> well, although we joke about that, it is a weird perception that we have of certain drugs. Like, people yeah. will sit there drinking Commit alcohol or coffee oh, and saying, oh... Again, as a Australian so, did you, you drink coffee? Um, very. I mean, I'm drinking caffeine now. Yeah, of course. Again, it's, it's it's a weird one that we have all them. But I, I went to LA a few a few years ago to do stand up, and I was talking about being straight edge, and I had somewhat because there's straight edge and then there's California straight edge yeah. people who get really angry who are really mil- they're like well you're not a vegan and wear really long shorts yeah they? <laughs> they're like you're not a vegan and you've had sex for recreational reasons yeah. and I'm like I'm not a monk what? I'm straight edge you know what that's what straight edge means because it's nice straight edge become a big thing in the kind of early 80s that was based on that and California was the California wasn't it but but straight edge just means no drinking no smoking no no drugs that's all it means and no sex Jim (laughs) and then then, and then people like with every trend people just go no no, I'm. It's yeah. But I'm thing more straight edge than you. That's yeah. the thing. Like, I'm. I'm much better at being straight edge than you. Yeah, loads of people are. It's fine. Yeah. I'm, I'm better at straight edge than everyone because I ignore all of the the, <laughs> the, the rules. You're free form straight edge. Yeah. <laughs> straight edge. Yeah. Wobbly edge. But back to Jason. Well, yeah. So it was, it was. You had that openness. Yeah. With family and. And I, I just knew that alcohol wasn't for me because it just turned me weird. It just like straight so away you, you, my you brain. Tried it and you, you, yeah, and then you know straight away. I mean, I was diagnosed eight so you know fairly Quickly. early on that you're not going to be normal in life mm-hmm. and did then, you do a cannabis documentary yeah yeah the do you know dale, dale brown yeah, yeah he's working on progress yeah he's yeah. on pro- yeah. progress yeah yeah it's kind of i mean <laughs> I, all came about. I don't take any credit for it but i i introduced dale to jim uh, oh yes yes um and then uh, well, i just asked you then i don't know I, I couldn't hear what you were actually asking me so i just <laughs> just shut my head like I do with most things you ask me. 
<laughs> so, so yeah, I, I just knew that alcohol wasn't going to work. Yeah. And and it's, I mean, I was saying to Susie and, and, and John on the taxi ride here. I mean, alcohol isn't so bad because I've been a performer, so I've been in front of crowds that are pissed. <coughs> and and you, Jim, but it's believe it or not, the worst thing for me is this scenario of like people talking because like my cognition is to try and keep on top of what people say. Yeah, and that's yeah. why I'm really quiet, because I have to sit back and like, it's like... Absorb it. Yeah, it's like physical dyslexia. You yeah. have to really focus. But then, you, then people are saying so much bollocks. You're trying to process <laughs> yeah. I mean, with... I mean, it, Jason. It just comes out. I mean, we've like, sat you shit. next to Chris. You don't need to explain <laughs> it, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... Feel really? No, feel I feel I feel rattled. Sometimes it's easier to be with someone like Chris because you you would just keep giving, which means like I, I can then giving. sit back and like take. Oh, like, say I was so bad. I'm, <laughs> sitting, <laughs> sitting, I'm out. I'm done. I keep giving. Um, no, Jason, carry on. Oh, while we're on this, and let's talk about the top five stop and search because they're fascinating. They are an education. Oh, they are only once a month, but they're they're live. You have amazing variation of guests. The the number one. Our most listened to one was was Think of the Children. Was it? Which was looking at again the kind of I I, I always really loved when I had um, Woods. What's, what's, Neil Woods. I'm a bit drunk. So it's, <laughs> that's a Neil Woods. No offense, Neil, but he talked about the fact that if if you think drugs are bad for kids, then you should be pro the legalization of drugs because yeah. kids can get drugs in a park off your drug dealer a lot le- easier than booze in the offie because a drug dealer isn't going to say, "Have you got any ID?" You know, it's, it's, it's kind of dumb. And that blew my mind, because like, fuck. So, me, I'm quite pro-drugs, even though I don't do any other than alcohol at the moment. It's still, I'm quite pro, as, as we've discussed. But how was that one, the Think of the Children one again, the discussion of all of that? That's, I mean, I don't know the top ones that are done, and that's quite surprising. I've because noted them all. I've kind of done my work. <coughs> I've done a little bit of prep. How rare. That's back to what you're saying as well. Like you put in so much preparation to certain episodes, or you get a big guest for, for yeah. some, and then all of a sudden, because you've had Rufus Hound and Marcus Brigstock and yeah. Robin Ince and some huge people on, so and yet, and that one, I mean, again, the people on it were celebrities as well, but not necessarily in the leagues of what people will know, like Rufus and that. Yeah, um, but I think I, that really does surprise me. That was one of the big ones, and I think we just discuss again just how children's education, like you know, Jim, you got a child, mm. and in, at some point, you're going to have to have those drug education <laughs> conversations. Stop you, Jason. Chris is that's just holding right. up a sign to say, oh, right, I can't. Sure. So that's, that's handy. Carry on, Jason. Now people are shooting people. We have got safety specs on now. You've got safety specs on. So another one. I feel bad now. You missed twice. Well, I should be measuring how many people are aiming. Can we get back to the top five, please? Sorry, so, it was, Sorry, it was his fault. Think of the children. Colorado was number two. LGBT was number three, which I really enjoyed. Oh, oh, what can we learn? And that was a great one of looking yeah. at what we can learn from other uprisings and movements. And the LGBT movement is an amazing one because they teamed up with the miners to learn yeah. from, from their protests. It was, it was and, the film and Pride that inspired that Yeah, part. and I thought that was great because it was looking at what we can do as any faction to get change at what other people have done. And what the LGBT movement did was go, right, miners are as far from LGBT as, as you can imagine in a lot of ways, but they've been marginalised and pushed aside, and that's stuff that we can all come together and learn from that. It, it was, like I said, it was the film Pride that inspired that, because it's just that film. such an amazing a great film. film. And we had Peter Tatchell, that was just fantastic, because he straight away said about how you, know, you use humour as a, as, a, as a device yeah. for activism, and it, and it completely works. It's why like, I'm always after comedians and things like that on the podcast, because... Yeah. You can have all the policy experts in the world, you can have politicians, and you can have scientists, no offence, Susie, but it's the comedians that get the point across. Or the, really yeah, because they can, they can speak, they can have levity and speak about things that other people can't, yeah. and yet at the same time it can be really true. Um, they say many, many of the funny things. Uh, uh, so, someone yes, like but... outside of like any political spectrum, like I've been more engaged in politics in the last couple of years because of like the increase in satire shows. Like, <laughs> Like Jim Jeffries in America yeah, and yeah. like uh, John, John Oliver, Oliver. and yeah. that sort of thing. That that's made me more engaged in politics because they speak in language that not only I understand but like is entertaining to me. This made me want to get <laughs> more involved yeah, in like it it's not preaching. It's like he wants to be more involved in it because I, I find YouTube is a fascinating platform for this. Yeah, but you have to you have to be so careful with it because you can get stuck. And I have been drawn into. A variety of echo chambers. Yeah, of course. Yeah. 
But so I try and have like a, it's almost like, <coughs> right, what would you have on your plate in terms of greens? Do you have a balanced diet? So I try to try, try to eat in YouTube off of different platforms, mm. whether, or not it's, whether or not we're talking about centrist views, left, far left, right. I, I, I stay away from the, the, the super far right, but at the same yeah. time I don't avoid I, it. I like a mix of you. The, 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 the only thing, the only thing I can't that's why I get my fucking head round yeah. is flat Earth. Yeah, and so I can't get that. Do you know fun. what? Until until this week, until this week, cancelled it. He's cancelled his right. Here's the thing. Until this week, I was so fucking anti flat Earth. It's unbelievable. Until I heard that Donald Trump is reinvigorating the space program, and now my head I'm thinking right. He must not believe that exists now. Mm-hmm. So he must believe in the flat earth. So he's, he is against... <laughs> now I'm worrying that I'm wrong. Because no, I don't want to believe in the same thing that Donald Trump does. Yeah. Yeah. Even a stop clock is right. I knew yeah. he said cock, which would have been more appropriate. Yeah. So this is... So there's, there's, um, there's a website called Rational Wiki, which, um, which is, has got a brilliant uh, entry on, on Alex Jones in particular and a lot of his little acolyte of nutters. And... Um, <laughs> Um, and and it's it's brilliant reading through that because they use the the whole broke broken clock principle to just because that's what someone like Alex Jones does. He'll go, I told you this, I told you this ten years ago. Yeah, but it was a fairly obvious thing. Yeah. You know, and you told us a million. Yeah, a yeah. lot of things that. Are yeah, and also bollocks, people believe yeah. Derek Acora, and I've got yeah, a mate who sat next come. to Derek Acora on a plane once. Derek Acora got hammered and just went, Yeah, it's all bollocks. <laughs> yeah. It's all bollocks. It's mate, I, my, a mate of mine had. Uh, one of Derek Akora's books. This was at uni. I was highly influential. I was reading things like the Celestine Prophecy. If anyone knows about that, then obviously you're a hippie. And his first statement in his book, I read his full word, and I was just like, mate, you're off your bollocks. And I closed the book. I passed it's, it on. It's really interesting. Because, again, I listen to tons of podcasts. I love podcasts. And you and me, Chris, I think, are the... And I try not to be, but we're the equivalents of Eddie Bravo and Brian Callan in that Eddie Bravo is everything he gets or a lot of, again it's in the extremes is it related to Johnny Bravo he's not <laughs> no Dino Bravo <laughs> Dino Bravo um, Bravo 2 zero. like, L- like Brian Callan I struggle to take anything on YouTube seriously yeah and it's not as simple as that there's there's gonna be some good showing sh- sh- but I instantly just write stuff off because it's a fucking YouTube documentary mm. fuck that whereas Again, as with, as you mentioned on stuff on the right, there's going to be some stuff in there that's good and correct. Just because it's coming out of the mouth of a fucking idiot doesn't mean or, it's yeah, not right. It's, and uh, uh, and I struggle with that at times. Comedy, and if you suddenly like, so my political alignings would lean left, yeah. right? But so then, then therefore, right? If I try and listen to politics <laughs> from someone who is joking right and they hear a right joke, the first times I sort of listened to that, I was like, oh, that's disgusting. Yeah. Oh, I say the most foul things all the time, yeah, so it takes a while to start listening to that before I think so, to get your feelings down like, to actually if, understand. There's points there that um, actually make a fuckload of sense. And anyway. what I get frustrated all the time at the moment is when people shut down conversation because um, they don't agree. Yeah, and you yeah, might not so. agree ninety nine percent of the time, and you may or may not be wrong. I had, I had, but you will be wrong. And uh, the one other thing I say is induction. They use it in science all the time. You're right until you're proven wrong, right? They've done that with the flat Earth way before these nut jobs. Recently, uh, they did that with the atom. The atom was the smallest thing in the world until they proved that it wasn't. Yeah. So whatever our political alignings are now, whether or not they're liberal, centrist, right, or right, mm. whatever you want to, whatever, what's conservative, what you want to say, hundred years time. 200 years' time, they're going to look on us and go, you fucking idiots. Yeah. No matter what what part of the spectrum you were on, <coughs> you had it so fucking wrong I like yeah. to hope you were that stupid. In relation to Nazis, <clears throat> I don't think they're going to say we were wrong. No, no, no. no, 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 no. I concur. I totally concur. But, but Antifa, <laughs> which are far left now, who think they're completely right, are actually fascists. I think yeah. that that's if, an if, if you're against Nazis... <laughs> You're right. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's, yeah. But that's retrospective because that happened fifty years right. ago. It's, it's, if, if if I die 
knowing that I'm right, I, that's I'm happy with that. If I'm dead, against cool. Nazis, I'm, yeah, I'm down I, with that. I'm happy with that. Yeah, I don't think. I don't think. I think we've, we've I think, the books on that. I have I'm big conflicts today. I have yeah. big conflicts on the fact that I really enjoyed that video of that Nazi getting punched in the face, and I'm not necessarily saying that's the solution, but it's fucking good. Good laugh. <laughs> it's a good fun. But the it's, 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 if you don't, in, if you don't enjoy that video, you're a bigot. So it, I don't want to be. It's fine. It's fine. I just want to bring something that Chris said over to Susie because it's one of the things that annoys me now. Again, on on the that we all have to agree, and if we're not, we're enemies. The th- I was listening. I was, well, I was reading the thing recently, and it was saying that when science came about, it was known as. As, as the dawn of ignorance and it was the dawn of accepting that we don't know what's right because previously anything we didn't understand we said God yeah, yeah. God, God did that and science yeah. was going shit we don't understand stuff fuck let's try and figure it out whereas there is a lot now where they'll put science as oh well it's science it's right and we know it's right and that's not yeah. what science is meant to be it's meant to be here's what we do know it could be wrong here's what we definitely don't know and and, and, and the ignorance is meant to be a key part of science in going Let's look at what we don't know and try and understand it better rather than, well, we've done this test and it proves this. The point of tests is to... It's kind of even more than that because science can't ever prove stuff. Like, I mark undergrad essays and they write, and these people proved this. It's like, no, proof is for maths. Science isn't about proof. And it's kind of the opposite of what you're describing as well. It's not about trying to find something out. It's kind of, you come up with this idea and then you try and... You try and... Yeah, exactly. You try and uh, test it like put throw everything at it to see why you're wrong and how yeah. you're wrong and if you if you throw everything at it and you've still got like it still suggests what you originally thought then great and you pass it on to someone else who can look at it from a different angle yeah. and that kind of thing i love it because then there's again the idiots in the world now use that whole thing is like well you're not proving anything is right so therefore so it doesn't therefore fucking science exist, doesn't exist. So exactly. science so we're right because we're fucking we're ignorant it. we're fucking idiots and, and you again, can't prove it so fuck you all I think there's so much oh, of the opposite mate. now of of confirmation bias I think there's there's so much now in, in, in the realm of confirmation bias of going rather than here's what I think let's prove it wrong here's what I think uh, let's prove it right which yeah, is let's not find out. I 100% agree with you. This annoys me the most is when you get in a heated uh, debate. Yeah. One of my favourite things to ask someone who disagrees with me is argue it from my perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Because if, if someone can argue, if someone can go, okay, and then they sit there and they think about it, mm. and they can go away and think about it and come back to me and say all the reasons why I'm right. Yeah. I can trust them because yeah, I, I want to bias because I want to because I try to do that from my position. I, I worked at the ombudsman for years, and that was my only way of training neutrality. Neutrality, neutra- Jim. Neutrality, neutrality. 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 He's my stunt drink. I'm your stunt drink. Uh, <laughs> Commemorative. Oh, neutrality. I know that fucking word. But that's right, how man. that's how you breed neutrality. Is you really? have to understand. You're really close that time. Yeah. And when someone can't do that. What that is is the ego. The ego yeah. is saying they don't want to pull. They, your ego doesn't want to pull you into a position that is unfamiliar. Yeah, completely. and then you know someone's not that reliable in an argument. Yeah, but by the way, that is ninety-five percent of human beings. I'm not. I'm not busting anyone's no, balls about that. I'm and, just and, saying. And let's get completely intimate and personal or ovaries because not we. Yeah. Oh, we had a thing recently, and it broke my because I think I at times feel that. <laughs> With my my friends, I might have a, a, a stance of, of bias or, or that I, my opinion is this or my opinion is that. And you recommended the, the Red Pill documentary yeah, to yeah, me. Yeah. And I wasn't into yeah, it. And ridiculous. genuinely, it broke my heart because I was like, I want to get certain points of it. And because, again, we're mates, despite the fact I might sometimes come across as, here's my opinion, it's right, or whatever. It's not. It's, it's wanting to understand it. But it was one that we didn't agree on, 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 no. on one viewing. Again, it's not... We've yeah, not yeah, gone back yeah. and had multiple views. You, so you, I'd it's watch open. it, but that was about a year ago. But I, I, I told I, you to watch it, yeah. but, but that was a little bit out of spite because you'd said something <laughs> fucking wound me up. Yeah, on the which on, was on like, on oh, you can't right? pay attention to anything. I say I, pinch, I pay attention to loads of shit. Yeah, I, I, I spend loads of time on on things. Oh, completely. I mean, and then you watch just... it, and then and then jump. But we had watched it so far this between, I couldn't and... counter your yeah. arguments. This is now me and Chris having a therapy. <laughs> on the drunk cast as well, I, I worded something wrong on one of them. On the last one that you walked out on, in fact, that I said that <laughs> I said that that Chris leans more towards 
uh, um, some of the right wing, or is more open at times to some right wing yeah. arguments. The left yeah, one, which, sure. which, which, which no, no. It, again, we were getting into some weird <laughs> shit. Then it was very messy. But you weren't. Patrick was. I, no, but I worded that wrong. And my I, awareness is that I've been exposed to more. It's going to sound harsh, but right wing idiots and less left-wing idiots, and Chris has been exposed to some left-wing idiots. And it's not that he's more mm. biased to right-wing idiots, no. it's just he's had more people who haven't got it backed up that are saying, here's the facts, and you're wrong regardless. And when he's argued it, they've gone, no, f- f- feminism, or no, Corbyn, or no whatever, and not actually had the backing up of the yeah. argument. Yeah, that's and a again, great that, example. That, that's why, that is why in that, I worded it wrong because we're all drunk, but it felt then like I'm saying... Well, Chris is right wing and I'm left wing, but it's not that. It's just because no. of my music and because we've had stuff that I had a song that was taken on by the EDL and they started to use it in a lot of their videos and we had it taken down and the I put was up. It was Stake a Claim. And it was a real tough one because that song is about standing Smashing up, in being a massive right wing. <laughs> yeah, but no, but, but no, no, it's, it's about standing up. For what you believe in, regardless of if it's socially yeah, acceptable, yeah. Yes. which fits the EDL. Yeah. And it was a real conflict, because I was like, totally. you're using that correctly, but I don't agree <laughs> with it, so fuck you. So we had all their videos <laughs> taken down, because I'm a stubborn little piece of shit. But it meant that we had a lot of EDL hate, and I'd put posts up saying like, look, my fucking, my gig listings are public, let's talk about it. Come down, you fucking fricks. Kind of, and, and, and like, I'm a Mill fan. I go Mill. That language and is the problem. That, 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 that probably caused some issues, but because of that, I've been exposed to more right wing idiots who yeah. don't know what they're talking about, and left wing intelligent people who do know what they're talking about. So my bias is often towards that. Whereas yeah. there's as as like, on, on the Red Bull, though I didn't agree with a lot of it, I thought a lot of the left-wing people in it were fucking idiots and they yeah. were all in representation. Which is of easy people. propaganda-wise to set up in, in terms of a documentary, yeah, but yeah, my experience sure. had been that, um, say, for example, feminism, which is what yeah. the Red Pill was about, is that for years um, I've hated women. And that's the end of episode Goodbye, three. everybody. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in, guys. No, no, seriously, like, um, I've, I've been lucky enough to have loads of mates who, female mates who, are disgusting. Have, who um, have, have taught me a lot about women, been massive feminists, understood a lot of that studies, and have, have got degrees in it, and now, and now follow that, right, who are in amazing charities I was speaking about in, in, in on our live oh, show, who do uh, Katie Piper Foundation and stuff like that for yeah. Burns victims, uh, and and before that, uh, women of torture and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm massively ingrained in the in the feminism movement. And at some point over the last few years, I started detaching myself from aspects of feminism. Mm-hmm. And the hardest thing for me to say was, I'm not sure if I'm your if I can be commonly denoted as a feminist anymore. Mm. But is that just because you didn't agree with it or because you didn't understand it? No, I understood it, but I understand different facets of it. And that caused massive arguments with some of my girl mates as soon as I said, I am not what is culturally acceptable these days. Uh, To say feminist is very... To say I'm a feminist is a very easy thing to... You're not causing any trouble when you go, I'm a feminist, I believe in the advocacy of... Women rights on the ground. Equality. That's all it is. Yeah, yeah. But that's exactly it. But that's exactly it. It's 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 the fact that, like all these terms, and when I had Jordan Gray on the podcast, I was asking all these questions about trans culture, and she beautifully kind of stopped me at one point and said, "You know, I can only answer for me." Yeah, yeah. Mm. And the fact is, within feminism, there's going to be some people who have more extreme views. There's people within feminism who don't agree with. Are women showing off their bodies? Yeah, which which you and me, Jimmy, will disagree because we're both yeah, misses, yeah. completely. That's a, a liberating thing, and it's a yeah. choice. It's an individual choice. So, but also, there's good. There's, there's, there's different factions within feminism, and that's exactly it. So, shows that there's a, a there's a conversation going, and that's on. it. Is it, that's the thing. It's okay to disagree with one or, or with a person. I was going to say a feminist, but with a person. <laughs> one person can have one view of feminism that isn't the same as another person's yeah. view of feminism. That doesn't mean, oh, I'm against feminism. Because I did that on the, on well, the Laurie Penny there'll podcast. There'll be someone who says that we're against feminism yeah. because we... Oh, on the Laurie Penny podcast, I said, to... I, I'm uncomfortable saying I'm a feminist. I say I support feminism. And someone just, just like hit, hit me up a message and just go, no, you're a feminist, man. You, you, you believe in equality. Yeah, simple as that. That's, that's kind of enough. That's kind of cool. You don't think that women should be in the kitchen or whatever else. It's like, it's fine. You don't have to have this 
Oh, we don't have to have all this minutiae of kind of, well, technically this and technically that. I wish I was in the kitchen room, Becca, but she's a much better cook than I am. Yeah, 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 damn right. And you always get, you you always smash hands over people's heads. (laughs) Drawing things out and all this. The frying pans are drawing (laughs) in the kitchen. It's shit. Understandable. Pointless. But yeah, it's like when people are saying to me, I'm not straight edge enough. Yeah. If you, if you, if you, if you identify yourself as a feminist, there will always be, a different yeah, there'll be someone, there'll be someone enough, that's like, well, yeah. you're not feminist enough. I think, Jim, to be honest with you, it's because um, one of my flatmates, one of my, a, a girl who has taught me so much about uh, women and then how to talk and, and, and deal with, when my heart was getting kicked around on the floor by a girl I was madly in love with. And oh, she, metaphorically, sorry. Metaphorically. Um, <laughs> horrible image. <laughs> um, and, and she understood a lot of the things and taught me a lot of things about girls and stuff, but she also is a militant feminist. Mm. And that, to me, scared the shit out of me in the sense that you could have so many reasonable conversations and at the same time, when we started going into these sort of areas, they were so, so far into yeah. different sections of mm. feminism it scared the fuck out of me. And at that part, I started going, or I don't really, yeah, of course it is. Like, there is loads. Again, it's it's what I love about um, Stop and Search and and Say Why to Drugs, that there's an option there to get educated on these specific subjects in detail, if you choose to. And you don't have to choose to, but as as Jimmy was saying, how you you feel more political than ever because of certain shows, that's still Mm. a limited amount of, Education, like yeah. I, I, I feel, well, what, what, I, I feel, I feel distance from political stuff. Partly because <laughs> that's kind of they're the main places I get, and well, I don't choose to then go. No, let's I, I read do. this I lecture. Let's let, let's listen to this lecture. Well, I have done, but because of these shows, I have yeah. made myself more uh, inclined to want to educate myself on politics. And John Oliver totally. is, is 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 one that's a great example because I think a John Oliver is so the facts take precedent over. Laughs, yeah, which is what's but, great about it. I love the yeah, Russell Howard. When, when you watch him presented in terms of the right, they've cunt him off. And I started with brilliant. When I, I love them when, him when off. I started oh. with YouTube was uh, Russell Brand and the Truth, yeah. and that awakened my really. It reignited my uh, want he's, to he's understand. Just, as a as a plug for another podcast, he's great on Rogan recently. Because what I love yeah, about Rogan, yeah, as, yeah, as yeah. we've like me and Stu have listened to tons of Rogan, yeah. is. Rogan isn't intimidated by Russell's Russellness. <laughs> and Russell was and Russell was the first guest on this podcast. He's hopefully coming on again. And but it's beautiful because Russell will go off on one of his tangents. He's amazing at, at his rants. And Joe will sit there and listen and then go, I don't agree with that. But not all the way. Not all this, which way. is beautiful. Which is what I really like. Great. But I've seen I've seen um, Joe re- uh, with Stephen Crowder, who's a conservative, lose his shit, and it was embarrassing. Mm. And uh, Joe had to, to issue an apology. That's because uh, because Stephen went. Um, if uh, uh, Joe had asked him, what um, if you had to drop a policy about yeah. what you discuss as yeah. roughly a conservative, which Stephen Crowder is? Stephen went, ah, probably weed. Like I don't really yeah. give that much of a shit about it. I just personally think that maybe it's not as great as everyone said. But to be honest with you, I think that's my weakest argument. Because there's such a mixed review. Yeah. Joe loses his fucking mind over it. 50 yep. minutes of Joe berating him. Bullying him. But that's what I love about podcasts. <coughs> is Joe, I played that. I, it's, I rarely tweet that much about podcasts or whatever else. I just tweet nonsense. But I tweet about that podcast because I think it's a great example of podcasts. Because Joe, in the next episode, just it was the episode with Brian Redband. So it was just after the crowd one, a few weeks after. And he just... Was like no, I, I fucked up. I drunk I was a, a bit, bit high. I drunk a bit, yeah. and I went off on a rant. And it's beautiful because it's a thirty-minute discussion of why he handled it wrong and how he handled it wrong and how it played on his mind. Like when he was out his out with his kids at Disneyland the next day and he couldn't sleep and think about this. And it's like that's better than the way the society we're living now, where James Corden is doing a tweet saying sorry about that rape joke. Bye. That doesn't really sum anything up. That gives everyone. A, ammunition to say James Corden's a piece of shit it gives everyone ammunition to say he apologised it's not enough it's this kind of thing it's what I love about podcasts it's totally it's also then had that to go look I was a bit stoned and a bit drunk and I went off on one yeah. and that's not right that's and, not and Russell is amazing at that Russell Brand yeah. has humility which I love in intelligent people when they can go 
The fact uh, that you can go, yeah, I yeah, fucked yeah. Up. I was saying this, but do you know what? I got over, I got overly carried away. Completely agree. And and po- politicians, I think, hopefully, podcasts will help teach politicians how to. Are you giving me shit at this point? Here, no, no. At this point, oh, Stu, Stu has popped snowman sunglasses on because he's got bored of everything that's going on. But no, I've just tried the Christmas ones. I've tried the snowman ones. So, big <laughs> point anyway. Babies with big dicks. <laughs> Discuss. Shall we just go off subject a minute? Because yeah, yeah, we're yeah, almost yeah, at the yeah, hour mark. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to go on my on my on my list of notes of other hilarious, great, fun things to talk about. Can we do some top? Can we do some uh, favourite Christmas uh, movies and songs? Shh, I'd like. To shut your fucking mouth, um, <laughs> motherfucker! <laughs> oh, I was right on the lip. He shot me with a nerf right on the lip. Didn't even stop my sentence. Uh, I do that naturally with my stutter. Yeah, exactly. Not with a nerf. Um, I'm glad you managed that Friday. A little question. You know them adverts Go that on. are all arty and that and then they say a full film available at and then it's the website. Yeah. It's often yeah. for beers and stuff like Has anyone ever gone on the <laughs> and looked at the full film? No. Because I reckon to... it must be the least visited website ever. Hey, you've gone to full Michael McIntyre. Damn right. <laughs> <laughs> How about planes? What are planes about? <laughs> Why is food on planes so rubbish? That's Michael McIntyre and, 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 and Peter K. Material is, does everyone remember this? Yeah. Do <laughs> you remember? What's the deal with... Uh... There's a really good thing on, on the Sean Locke current stand-up, which isn't one of his best. That's a harsh. I love Sean Locke. I, I, I love him. I think he's great. But I, I think he's someone that's found his place on panel shows. Yeah. I think he's hilarious in the moment. I think there's nothing... I'm saying Stories High is the best. Yeah, we missed that. We also missed uh, Monty Python, I think. Well, the know. one I was most upset about was Fleabag. I'm going to pause. Fleabag, I'm going to yeah. pause. Sorry, sorry, sorry. And give some backstory Ladies. that Susie was on Hardcore <laughs> Listen, given her top five BBC comedies. Continue. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe I forgot Fleabag because yeah. <laughs> I loved it so much. Or oh, 15 uh, Stories High was a yeah. great example because Errol in that is just gold yeah, and Sean Knock is gold. But on his on, on Sean Knock's a recent stand up, he does a whole bit of remember this and it's all stuff that he's made up. <laughs> <laughs> so no one's really like, Are you serious? Do you not remember when we used to play a walnut whip? <laughs> Do you not remember when we used to play that? And it, it, it's, it's totally great. But, um, but yeah, no, it is. I've genuinely, I've seen them adverts. It's the same with adverts for, on, right. <laughs> this is just stuff that annoys me. And I've got, I've made a note of it. It's just a list you know, of grievances. So, you know, it's a list of grievances. What grinds my People gears? Um, wrong you know, so for example, Star Wars has just come out. Mm. Star, Star Wars. Wars. Star Wars is currently available. That's that one, that's that one in, um, the cinema. They're in Enterprise. space and shit. And oh, they, um, wars. They're having fights. Near stars. The stars aren't at war. That's why I got confused. Mm. I was yeah, like, when yeah. are these stars going to kick off? Yeah. Well, they um, are. If you look, if you watch the media lately, yeah. the stars are very <laughs> much... Kim Kardashian is really, the stars really are got very much with Beyonce. Are they? All right, Alex Jones. <laughs> For example, the new Star Wars is available to pre-order on Sky. What? Does it, does it who, come out? who the fuck is pre-ordering a downloadable? I'm going to be to watch that. That's the bit no, that blows my mind. It's like I'm into it enough to pre-order it. People who can't walk out their house, mate. But I'm not into it. I'm not going to go to the cinema. cinema. I'm not. I'm leaving my house. No, yeah, fuck I'll, it. I'll, I'll pre-order it now. I'm not. I'm not my fucking dress That advert exists for a reason. That advert is to remind you that Sky is more important than the cinema. That's not, why they no, do. No, it's fucking not. So that, no, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, 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 Rupert yeah. Murdoch's head. Yes. Yeah, well, don't more don't say those words to <laughs> make other people think it. So <laughs> shut up, right? Okay. No, but you need to understand your enemy, Jimmy. And, I do uh, understand that, that, the enemy, Jimmy. He doesn't need to convey uh, uh, into that fucking. That makes a lot. That does make sense. Easy. Shut Easy. up. <laughs> No, but I've got a film degree, mate. That's all I've got in this world. Where did you get your film degree? My mum's. King Kingston University. And what did you? Because I, I did I did a year of <laughs> I did uh, it said oh wow well, no selling that but you know that was gold that was <laughs> gold I, I, I was, I was, a base level shit joke I'm in Kingston <laughs> all I've got will, oh, just sorry. let me sorry, sorry, interview sorry, Jimmy sorry, specifically sorry. about his film degree please it's not what, and what did you do on your film degree because I did a film? year of photography at Wolverhampton and I oh, did yeah. a sub thing <coughs> drunk uh, a sub thing of a film, and I, I did a breakdown on, on Run Lola Run and on Buffalo 66. Yeah, and what oh, else did you do? Because you made me take pictures of you naked. 
Yep. I, yeah, but that's for his personal collection. That's no, cool. that was one of my... I've got a top mark for that. I had, I had <laughs> one... Oh, yeah, I, I did a... Have you got those photos? I was always... <laughs> genuinely, I was always better at the fucking ideas than the than yeah. the actual project. So my project was Entity versus Identity. Mm-hmm. And Entity, impressive. Chris just took pictures of me naked. Mm-hmm. Cool. And then Identity... For the third time. I took a load of pictures of me in different... Stuff like like the Michael Caine with the glasses and the yeah. cigarette and just loads of other stuff to being all crazy. And it was uh, one was a montage of identity, the things mm. that make you up, and entity, the strip thing. And what I did was I covered up my dick. Good. Well, what I did, I held, I put basically the palm of <laughs> my hand. You put your little finger. That's it. No, no. <laughs> I put the palm of my hand over the end of my dick, then stretched my hand out and just covered like that. So, so it looked like it was a the lot massive. longer. Oh, that was bit. that was my technique. It was like right going. He to knows. The end, he knows how to do that. That's he knows. My it's technique on penis terrible. coverage. But no, I, I really, <laughs> I really enjoyed <laughs> that. Film. God bless you. I really enjoyed the films and studies yeah. stuff because all, all well, mine was just theory and. I did three years, but like, like it was a lot of like different. Italian, French, German cinema sort of thing. But oh, like, what stuff? Uh, uh, give me a few. Excite me with, with <laughs> films. Hit me. You want to talk about Italian cinema? Or yeah, like... yeah, yeah. Or I'm like, I like a bit of Italian, a little bit of German. Or, or Fellaini's the fucking obvious a film student. Uh, oh, I'm Fellaini. <laughs> like, uh, old German, like Nosferatu, the sort of like yeah, horror yeah, stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, we, we went through that. Uh, the the French stuff. Um, obviously Italian, like uh, fucking... Where are you putting the spot now? It's silly. Fucking... Look at me, look at me, Dan. Fucking... Prove your degree, you prick. Lasagna is pretty really, good. really schlonky horror films. Like, See, I love it. Yeah, yeah. 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 We did like sixties Italian cinema, which like the the renaissance of like that sort of Euro cinema. Nine and a half Italian. Nine. Was it nine? Yeah, it was. That was a lot later on than like sixties. Yeah, we did. Shut up. It. Then like year two, we did like I did documentary, which obviously the. Wrestling documentary, which the subjects I did the documentary out, we won't talk about because, yeah. Stuff. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Tell me the bit. That sounds scandalous. Uh, then uh, year three was the dissertation. My dissertation was uh, how independent is American independent cinema? Oh, really? And it's not. <laughs> Lots of long dissertations. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Uh, independence in th- it's not, <laughs> not very <laughs> 20,000 words to go yeah it's not really I always good. like in in um, I remember coming and staying at your parents house and your room just has a wall of DVDs yeah. it's, um, it's which are all nice. your favourite films which oh amazing go, give, us a, give us a shout out then Jim on, on a Jimmy's wall what's your favourite uh, DVDs that you saw I, I, there, there, there's a couple of thousand on my wall honestly oh, there's mate, one, honestly, what are because my, my, my film student days Buffalo 66 will be in there. The so here's Bowski the thing. Will be in there. When you ask Run, favourite, like, do you mean like what I think is a good film or what I think is... No, it doesn't matter. What do you enjoy? Okay. My favourite film... I did my films of the year this year and a lot of people got annoyed that Sing was in there and Blade Runner wasn't. I really enjoyed Sing. I thought Blade Runner was good. What annoys me is when people think that they've got a reason to tell you what you think you should have done. I did this last night. I watched The Prophet last night and I put the tweet on. Fucking amazing. And I tweeted a list of probably eight or nine of my favourite subtitle films, which were and I had loads of people going, I had loads of people go like pointing out Korean films that weren't in there. But getting really annoyed at me going, why is this not in there? Because no, you're it, a cunt and I'm not him omnipotent. Omnipotent. I totally typed a tweet with just a little star saying, unprofit. And then I didn't send it. Because I was like, don't, don't be that dick. Don't be that dickhead. But yeah. Oh, profit three of my favourite films ever. Yeah. 500 Days of Summer. Right. High Fidelity. Yeah. And Garden yeah. State. Because nice. the time that I watched them was a very emotionally mm-hmm. unstable period of my life. Yeah. yeah. Those three films really... This is where the emo came from. Because Garden yeah. State's an interesting one, because it feels like Zach Braff made that for film students. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Not I, in a, I, I, I don't mean that as an insult at all. It felt so perfectly made for yeah. those who are into that kind of I world. I think he made that for a specific period of his life that yeah. meant something to him about that. Yeah. And that's why I like... Because I was in a very similar state at the time. Like, uh, High Fidelity was my favourite book. Had you, had you read it? Time. You'd read it before? Yeah. The same as like Perks of Bell. I stopped reading High Fidelity... I was reading that when I was on tour in a band. Yeah. And and I could tell that my band was finishing and I was shit at relationships. Yeah. And I literally got halfway through that book and I thought, I ain't fucking reading Can't this. read it. I don't yeah, know yeah. how it's going to end. I, I read High Fidelity literally once a year. 
You're yeah, wicked at relationships, though. Right, and that I, I think, and and the thing that I love that film, and I think fucking the whole cast are fucking amazing yeah. in it. But the fact that it was so English, the book, and it was Smith's, yeah. and it was so yeah. English and indie, and then there's big brash Jack Black just yeah. being yeah. gobby American. The first time I saw it, and I fucking like Jack Black, but I was like, oh man, you've took the Englishness from this film. You've right. took yeah. how I saw it. I saw it as rough trade yeah, and I saw it as, yeah, no, like, yeah, I get you know, that. And, and it just become this kind of... But step for me, like, that, like, I was really glad. Really, right? Yeah, yeah. It was <coughs> fucking At the same incredible. time, like, I, I was... For me, it's like, it was people who go, like, a band reads out a new album and go, oh, it's not as good as this album. Yeah. But well, that, that album is still fucking there. Yeah. yeah it's you still exists. listen to that. It's right? not yeah, like yeah, we yeah, burn totally. the new... I've said that as an artist. It's not like we said, oh, we're putting a new record out. Can you give me the first record, please? Because we need to burn it out. no. We're going to burn it over it and you can never listen to that again. It's like, it's fine. Go and listen to I it. I totally get it. But like, for me, it was like, the book is always going to be there. Yeah. And I, I like the fact that this film was a new, almost a new take on it. Yeah. And that I could watch it in half an hour instead of taking me two weeks to yeah. watch the Yeah, yeah absolutely. Book, sort of it's thing. incredible. Also, it. you can't convert what is in book in, into what is in, no, of course in movie. Well, and that's the biggest thing. <laughs> my my girlfriend lives on Hollow Road right now. So like, oh, when yeah. I first started... Going out with those like fuck seven sisters, yeah, like yeah, yeah. it was almost like walking around the area, like was mm. trying to live in that the book that yeah. you know I read, sort of thing. But it's, it's not, it's not the same. It's not the same yeah. period of time. It's yeah. not like Five Days of Summer as well. Was like I love that film because it it almost puts that boy girl rom com dynamic on on its head, and it's saying like actually no, the the boy is like the. But when you look at it, it's actually the boy's a cunt in that. Mm. The girl said to him from the start, "Don't want a relationship." <laughs> And I always thought, actually, that's what—that's me. That—that that, that was me. Like for for years, that was me. And like Garden State as well is like. I need. Hang on, I need to pause a second. I really need a wee. So can you cl- close this episode off, Stu? Continue yeah. the conversation. Okay, cool. I need to. I was going to have to stop the conversation because I need to. <coughs> badly. But you did. But I'll leave it to you. Go now. Continue. Go. Go. Why is Garden State great, guys? Because I love it. <laughs> That's the thing. Like when people ask me what my favourite film is, it's very different to what I think is one of the best films ever. Yeah. Like best film for me is like Shawshank. I fucking love. Oh, Pulp Fiction. I think is incredible. It's insanely made. It's the like Tarant, my my dissertation at uh, university was how independent is independent cinema. It was about Tarantino, Kevin Smith, uh, Richard Linklater. Right. When yeah. we saw guys yeah. like Boyhood and fucking Clerks and Pulp yeah. Fiction and like I think they're some of the best films ever made because they were made outside of that studio system, yet they've still got that story and the, the, the visuals and the impact Definitely. of like and that's why I think that that's my favourite period of cinema ever. Is that sort of early nineties to, to sort of late nineties of like Fucking Reservoir Dogs, Pulp Fiction. Reservoir Dogs, was not the first thing about all rats. All of those things, they're always always going to be, like, I think the best films ever. But it doesn't also mean that um, they are the best films ever. Like, my my favourite movie, so you're the king of the goths, right? You've listed a bunch of movies there. My my favourite, one of my favourites, top five, has got to be The Crow, right? Yeah, 100%. Crow fucking blows me away every time I watch it. The soundtrack is amazing. It doesn't have the I, melancholy. All the movies you, you put really pluck on a heartstring. And it's the a nostalgia. Kind of well. does the crow does uh, the crow does in an action way, but all those have a kind of more nuanced melancholy. That but then, right, well, but my, my, right, uh, five and say summer, Garden State, uh, five totally. They're like my number one. Like my. Four, like two to five, like they will change on a regular fucking basis. Yeah, but sure. like because it depends on my my emotional state of that day. Exactly, I think You've that's got to come on our top fives, right? Because it's transitional. We exactly. always do that. It's like it might be this now. No, no single person in the world. I tell you, this is my fucking top five albums ever in the history or whatever. Well, I'm going for a piss now. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm out. Yeah, I'm Should out. we call this one? Like, yeah, that's, that's we calling this yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. We're done. Yeah, I'm going home. We're, done. we're calling this episode, and we'll be back in the fourth episode shortly. You've been listening to Scrooge Pitts' Discretion Pieces.